Hey y'all, I want to give you guys a little um, 4th of July reflection, something I've been considering. We're celebrating Independence Day, a day where we reflect upon and appreciate our freedom, our freedoms. And it reminded me of um, the passage from Scripture that has animated um, and drove and motivated my book, um, which will be coming out at some point at the end of the summer or early fall. But the book is called Finding Freedom in Christ. And it, it was really inspired by the uh, passage in Galatians, Galatians 5.13, where um, Paul says, You were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom for things of the flesh, but instead use it to love and to serve one another. But I love that line, you are called to freedom, that God wants freedom for us. He desires freedom for us. God wants us to be free from the pain and the hurt and the suffering and the brokenness. He wants that for us. And in many of those cases, the full experience of freedom will only happen in heaven. It will only happen in the beatific vision. Um, will experience the total and, and, and absolute experience of that freedom. But it's a process that begins now. It's a process that our Lord, his, his, by His birth, death, and resurrection, He begins in our life. And He does this all throughout the, the Gospels. He's the man who goes about doing good and healing. Right? Setting people free from their physical and spiritual and emotional maladies. And this, is, this points to us what He wants for us, but also what's to come. What's to come. But He's called us to freedom. So, I think about freedom in two ways. And this might be helpful for you. I think there's two kinds of freedom. The first is freedom from, and the second is freedom to. And so, it is undoubtedly true that sometimes our Lord frees us from our emotional sufferings and pains and hurts and wounds. They're, they're taken away. He touches them and they're healed and they're gone. We're freed from the suffering. We're freed from the distress and the discomfort. We're freed from the ailment. It's gone. And our Lord does that. And I think therapy can be a participation in that. Sometimes um, it is through therapy that um, God's grace moves and acts and heals some of those wounds and allows us to have freedom from some of the intense emotional suffering or the intrusive thoughts or the obsession about different parts of our body, right? Our, our body dysmorphia, just obsessing about our weight or our size or our shape. Our Lord does that. And, and sometimes it's directly and sometimes it's mediated through therapy or counseling or a friend, etc. We do get freedom from. But there's also another type of freedom. And I think it's real and I think it's deep. And it's the kind of freedom that St. Paul points us toward. In, in the passage where he says, I had a thorn in my flesh and three times I asked the Lord to remove it. Like, what are we to take away from that? So, so the Lord doesn't remove St. Paul's thorn. The Lord says, my grace is sufficient for you. So does that mean that God left St. Paul unhealed? No. I think St. Paul actually experienced a tremendous healing, but it's the kind of healing 
that we might call a freedom to. St. Paul doesn't have the thorn removed, but instead God gives him the freedom to go wherever he is called, to hear and discern and to follow the voice of our Lord, and to bring the thorn with him. So we might call this Pauline freedom, or, or um, I think of it like, like a redemptive freedom. What I mean by redemptive is the word redemption means to buy back. And so I think in this type of freedom, the Lord buys back our wounds, our hurts, our sufferings for himself. He says, they're mine now. I take them. You're going to hold them, but they're, but they're in my service. And what he does is he uses our hurts, our wounds, our sufferings. He uses them to bring hope, healing, and light to others through us. That our hurts and wounds now are in God's service. And he uses them to carry his message of hope and glory. And he uses us and our wounds to help heal others. And this is a freedom. It's a freedom. Why? Because a lot of us, when we're hurt or wounded or suffering, spend our life trying to avoid having our thorn touched or pressed. A lot of us spend a lot of time orchestrating our life and the people in it in such a way that we don't experience pain or suffering. And in that way, we're not free. We're puppets to our pain. We're slaves to our pain. We're in bondage because I can't go certain places. I can't follow the voice or call of the Lord if it means that my thorn is going to be touched. And so what St. Paul gets is St. Paul gets the freedom to go wherever God calls him, wherever he calls him, to Galatia, to Rome, to Corinth, and bring that with him. He doesn't have to avoid places. He doesn't have to orchestrate situations not to have that wound touched, whatever that wound is. He's free to go wherever God calls him and to bring his suffering with him. And that is freedom. That is a real freedom. And in fact, we don't hear this, but I suspect that the Lord used St. Paul's wound. Right? St. Paul indicates this in as much as when he says, um, in my weakness I've made strong. Others can see the glory of God in and through St. Paul's wound. And so God uses that wound, and St. Paul is free. Not free from the wound, but free to follow the call of the Lord and go wherever the Lord calls him. So on this Independence Day, it's my hope, it's my prayer that each of you experiences freedom, whether it's freedom from the pain and the suffering, or whether it's a freedom to hold that suffering, because we're promised the cross. We are promised the cross, and we all have the cross in our life. It's really easy to look out at others and to compare how we feel on the inside to how they look on the outside, and to think, wow, I must be really messed up, I must be broken, I must be sick and suffering, because they look like they got it all together. I promise you, we all have crosses. We all have the cross. I hope you experience at least the freedom to be able to carry your cross and go wherever the Lord is call you, calling you, and to bring your cross with you. To not have to try to drop the cross, to not have to try to avoid the cross, to not have to orchestrate life so that you get a different cross that you can bring your suffering with you and whatever the Lord is calling you to do. Maybe this means you have to bring certain unpleasant thoughts, feeling not good enough, not smart enough, not lovable. Bring those thoughts with you wherever the Lord is calling you to go. But to go there and be faithful in going there. 
and not avoid those places and spaces that might prick or touch some of that, those wounds. I pray that freedom for you, I pray that, that you experience the freedom that the Lord desires for you, that He wants for you, that He wants for all of us, and that we can continue to turn ourselves over to Him more and more fully in a more constant surrender of the entirety of our lives. Those places and pieces and parts of ourselves that we've been holding on to and grasping on to, that we might turn it all to the Lord so that He might liberate us and allow us to have the kind of freedom that He wants for us to go and be drawn by His call, by the sweetness of His voice, wherever He may call us. See you next week.